Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Unbreakable Latina. Hi guys, welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host Melina. I hope you're having a great day. I have some really exciting news. I picked up the merch on Friday, so the t-shirts are in and they look super cute. I can't wait to show you guys what they look like and to see you guys wearing them and just repping Unbreakable Latina. It means so much to me that you guys are excited for the merch because I'm so excited to wear it too. So this week started a little funky for me because I was feeling under the weather, so I was pending a PCR test and thankfully I'm negative and I was just like, there's no way that I have COVID again. Although I know it could happen, I was like, I must have like really bad luck if I'm getting sick again. But it was just a cold and I got over it pretty quickly, like maybe like three or four days and I was done. I was still a little congested this week, but I'm all better. I'm feeling better. I'm back into my normal routine. So on Tuesday, I ended up going to a coffee shop because I just needed to get out of my house once I got my results. So I go to Mestiza coffee shop that's located in Ontario California and I show up and it's popping like every table's taken like I order my coffee and I'm like oh shoot like there's no place to sit I'm like I don't want to sit outside it's like a hundred and something degrees my coffee is gonna melt and I finally see like a chair that's available so I asked the man like hey can I use your chair and I was gonna move it somewhere else because it was like too close for comfort next to the little viejito reading a book so he was like yeah you can take it so I move it and there's this guy sitting there with his laptop and like 30 books and like note cards and just study session al cien (laughs) and I scoot in like next to him because there was more space on his side and he's like oh he's like I'm sorry miss is that enough room for you I was like oh yeah that's fine don't worry about it and then he's like oh I just I'm taking up the whole space I'm like yeah you're taking up the whole space But, like, I was trying to be flirty, and, like, I think he took it the wrong way, and then I realized, this is why I'm single, because I don't know how to flirt, and my sarcasm comes out as bitchiness. (laughs) But then I was like, oh, whatever, I don't care. But it was funny, because I was like, oh, like, he took it serious, like, he put his headphones back in. But I was just joking, guy at the coffee shop. Because it's been super hot, and I come home tired from work, I've been, like, finding every excuse not to cook, and just be like, it's probably cheaper if I just go get something to eat. See, the other day I was like, nope, I comida en la casa, you better cook something, like you bought groceries on Sunday for no reason. So my my mom was even encouraging, like, yeah, let's just go out to eat. And I'm like, no, like there's food at home. Like I, I have to be that person now. She used to be that person and now it's me. It's like, no, I comida en la casa, let's make food. And there's been times where I go out to eat and then I get disappointed and I get mad at myself. I'm like, I should just stay home and eat something. 
So I ended up making this like vodka pasta and I'm like, oh, like, let me record this. I wanted to share the recipe like with my followers on TikTok and Instagram because it's a good recipe. I love this vodka pasta. I found the recipe maybe like three years ago and I've been making it ever since. And I was thinking about how growing up as a first gen with parents who never really got to experience like going out to restaurants with their families, like when they were kids, they wouldn't go out to eat. Like, I mean they would eat at home. There were so many kids in their families, so it was hard to go out to eat. They didn't have the money for that. And as for me, growing up with my parents, they did treat us occasionally, but it it wasn't like an everyday thing. Like I feel like nowadays it's so easy for us to go get food and eat out and try new things. But growing up, I only like ate McDonald's or like Domino's pizza or not Domino's, we had like this pizza place I would go to, like that was the treat, and it was something that didn't happen very often, but when it did, it was something that was very exciting for me, and I also remember not trying like other dishes, like other foods, like Mediterranean, Italian, or like Thai food, I never knew about those foods until probably like my 20s, And I remember the first time that I went to a restaurant and someone asked me, how would you like your steak cooked? And I was so confused and I was like, pues cocinada. Like I I looked at my friend and my friend thankfully had experience ordering a steak somewhere and she like responded for me. But I was so like, why do people ask how you want to cook? Pues quemadita como me gusta. I know, I know it's bad, but I'm better at eating like medium but I will never eat medium rare. If I see red, um, no, thank you. I realize that not everybody gets to have those experiences. And if you do, sometimes it's later in life and people don't get that. People don't get that we all didn't grow up the same way. And it's just crazy to me. Like thinking back, I still kind of like am the same way. Obviously, I do treat myself more often, but throughout the week, I try to cook at home because a home-cooked meal is so much better, even though, like, the whole process sometimes can be, like, annoying because you're tired and you don't want to cook, like, you quieres que esté, like, listo, but it's better to cook at home and then treat yourself on the weekends. Like, that's the way I find balance. Like, my coworkers know that I always take my lunch, like, Monday through Thursday, sometimes Monday through Friday. If it's payday, though, like, I'll make an exception. I'll go out to lunch with them. And that's the way I'll treat myself because on the weekends, I very rarely cook. And if I do, it's like just breakfast and the rest I eat out. So anyways, I made this video like talking about like growing up that eating out was a privilege and that I never got to try like other foods besides like mariscos and Mexican food. And a lot of people agreed with me. And I also did mention that now I bring my mom along with me and to try new foods. In the beginning, she was like very hesitant to try foods. And she's like, I know que es eso. But she's been very open-minded. Like the first time I took her to eat pho, it was a night in Seattle that we were there. We went on a trip, just me and her. And it was like snowing that day. So it was freaking cold. And I saw a pho shop and I was like, like my mom's going to say no because... She's like, kind. Of, she would be a little scared to try things. And I'm like, oh, it's como caldito, like con carnita. It's really good. It has noodles. And she loved it. And she's like, she always talks about the cosas cuando comimos esa sopita en Seattle. 
So it's just nice to bring my mom along and try new foods. Like I'm like a huge foodie, so I'm always like looking at restaurants. And I think it's because of how I grew up. Like I love trying new restaurants, finding new places because I didn't get to experience those things as a kid. So now like I'm healing my inner child by doing all these things and bringing my family along with me to experience these things. So this week's episode was pre-recorded last weekend with my sister. I wanted to have her on because I've, I think I posted about how our relationship has grown a lot in the past few years because when we were younger, we are, uh, we have a seven age gap. So when she was born, I was seven and you get, you do the math. So there's a pretty huge gap and I think because I was, a older sister, I overstepped my boundaries a little too much and not until I stopped being a parent and I started being a friend and a sister, then our relationship got better because in the beginning I was very overprotective over her. So I wanted to do this podcast and just talk about how we mended our relationship and how our relationship has improved because it has improved. There was a lot of factors to it. But it's not impossible to start being your sibling's sibling and stop being like their parent and don't boss them around because that's the mistake that I made. And I've talked about this before with other people that are older siblings and it's something that it's hard to break, but it's not impossible. So I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Here it is. Hey, welcome back, Roxy. Hola, como están? Everybody wanted you back. Do you feel honored? Do you feel like a celebrity right now? Um, I'll be doing a meet and greet next weekend. I'll give you guys the details so I can give you my autograph. I was going to say signature. <laughs> Speaking of meet and greets, I think that we should meet the listeners. What do you think? I think you should. Would you guys be down to do a one-year meetup? It's coming up. Maybe do like a networking event where you guys can meet each other and make new amigas. We're going to plan it. So we wanted to have Roxy on today because a lot of people ask me, like, how are you so close to your sister? Was it always like this? Hell to the motherfucking no. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't always like this. Like, growing up, I always wanted a sibling. I remember I would always tell my mom, like, when am I going to get a sister? When am I going to get a brother? Because my brother hated me when I was younger. He still does. I'm just kidding. No, but it's not the same having a a brother. Like, I love my brother, and he did hang out with me a lot, but I also annoyed the shit out of him when I was little because the age difference. We're six years apart. Me and Roxy are... Aren't you seven? seven? No, me and Willie are six. Well, I've been lying to people my whole life. No, We're all seven, seven. My, me and my brother are six years apart. Roxy and I are seven years apart. So it's kind of hard. Like a lot of people that I know have siblings that are very close in age. I feel like that's hard too, though. Why? Because you're like in the same stage. So you're, I mean, regardless, you're going to bicker anyway. You're both hormonal teenagers at the same time. That is true. Imagine is true. being a teenager, you and me at the same time. That'd be tough. Oh, hell yeah. We would probably. This is why everything happens for a reason. I know. My mom really did want us separate because she wanted to spend time with each of us. And I think that's cool. But I don't think we're going to have that when we have kids. Probably not. Because if you want more than one, I your your time is ticking the clock is as much as i hate when people say that it's true like if i have more than one kid mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to have it like back to back it <laughs> it means true yeah it's so different nowadays like back in the day like people would just 
get married, have kids right away. Now it's like, I want to travel. I want new experiences. I want to do this before I bring kids into this world. But it's because of the lessons we've learned growing up. Mm -hmm. So it was a question I always, did we always have a good relationship? No, we did not. Growing up, Roxy, yeah, like I said, I wanted a sibling. So like when she came into this world, I remember that my aunt, my tia Lila was like, va ser niño. And I would get so pissed. (laughs) Not nothing against little boys, but I just always wanted a sister because all my cousins are boys. Like we were, we grew up with a bunch of dudes. And you loved your Barbies. Yeah, and I love my Barbies. And then my cousins will steal my Barbies and go get them naked. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that? Pervs. <laughs> no, the twins. No, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not the twins. Uh, Steven. But yeah, I always wanted a sister because I always felt so alone. And I remember I ha- we had cousins that um, were sisters, and they were always together. And I would be like, how come I don't have that? Like I'd be jealous. I'm not gonna lie. And also my friend Jackie had an older sister, like Adriana. So when I had my sis, when my mom had my sister and like, I remember receiving the phone call and my dad was like, yeah, that's your baby. And I was like, el baby? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Send them back. <laughs> and then it's like, I'm like, what is it? What is it? It says niña. Oh my God. I jumped for joy. And to this day at 32 year old, 32 years old, she still jumps and runs outside when I get here. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I do. I get excited when you come. So I wanted a sister growing up. Like, she was my little doll. I would, like, do her hair. Remember we used to do fashion shows? Mm-hmm. Dressed up like a little crazy. Honestly, I probably look like a homeless with all the different outfits I had at oh once. Oh, my God. Do you think you find one of those so we could show them? Like, I'll put it as, like, the cover art for this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have, um an album oh i have like three albums with all our pictures so. I, I used to love taking pictures of roxy like that's what i would do and now how the roles have switched <laughs> i know so i would take pictures of her we do a runway we used to do a choreography to britney spears mm-hmm. that's how the dancer was born in me my brother corrupted me therefore i corrupted her like we were remember i remember this moment where you were listening to snoop dogg what song was it ain't no fun and that's my jam to this day and we were jamming with my mp3 player yeah we were literally by between lowe's and mcdonald's at the red light you were driving the red corolla as in the passenger seat (laughs) yeah like i don't think i realized how bad these songs were because my brother would burn us cds like i think i still have some and he like my brother was a dj so it was like the cool thing to do and our family's always been very into music because my uncles were djs my brother's a dj my cousin's dj so we always liked music but i don't think you realize the things it says like I, one time somebody asked me to translate Bad Bunny for them and I was like, ooh. Yeah, I think I would always ask like, what does this mean? And then you're like, oh shit. But anyways, um, I corrupted my sister. We didn't always have a good relationship. Growing up, we we would fight over clothes. Um, I would take clothes and say I didn't wear it and just hang it back up. Like yeah, there wasn't deodorant so stains on the shirts. Then you see her on her MySpace or I mean on her Facebook not MySpace on Facebook taking a picture with her friends in middle school wearing my shirt like bitch what <laughs> you were stealing my look since day one I mean it's been a trade-off through the year so that's just sisterhood for yeah. you um we weren't we I weren't. think it was once like because I know the question was have we always had a good relationship we haven't obviously growing up like you said you always wanted one so it was like fine and dandy but then you hit teenage years you saw the ugly teenage years of me when era malcriada and que contestona and get in trouble and I the toot has been there since day one it's just the toot and the attitude me having attitude girl <laughs> well it, it made me who i am today so whatever but i think being so like our age gap was 
it's funny because if you think about it, if we were close in age, then it would be an issue because we'd all be going through the same thing. But the fact that we were like a huge age gap, it was hard because she was going through her when I was going through my teenage years, my sister was like seven. So I didn't I was just there. You were just <laughs> nothing there, important. Like playing <laughs> PlayStation. Yep. And when I was over my teenage years and I was like a young college student, she was going through her teenage years and I was super overprotective over her because I didn't want her to go through what I had been through. And I always wanted like like not, her not to get hurt that's what it was mm-hmm. like, it was just protection but you just had to let me go through it i think that's the biggest thing that separates people where they don't have like the best relationship so yeah the big thing was that you know if you guys listen to my podcast we've been through a lot of stuff so i was always overprotective i didn't want her to know about things and i wanted just to like keep her sheltered keep her safe because i didn't want her to feel what i used to feel but instead of keeping her safe it made us like you hold a grudge against me mm-hmm. and then just because you try to protect me so much i'm like okay well so if something's wrong with me then i just have to like pretend like nothing's wrong because that's what they're trying to do protect me so yeah. like hiding it from you too and when i when i thought about what i want to record i wanted to ask you why did you hate me so much <laughs> i knew you were gonna ask me this when i was driving over here yeah. yesterday i'm like what is she gonna ask me but i don't know i think it really was just like the big cloud hanging over our heads of like the family issues so once we got af- over that and then also like you leaving your toxic relationship it's not the reason for our like rocky relationship but, but it it's just factors to it but it didn't give us time to focus on our relationship and how was it being there for someone that's in a toxic relationship that you love so much i mean there's nothing that i could do and that's the biggest lesson that i think people need to understand there's nothing that you can physically do you just have to be there like emotionally supportive and let them go through their issues on their own timing like everything will pan out i'm a firm believer and everything happens for a reason so there had been times and i know you've talked about it too where you said like when i told you that you that i was disappointed in you because you just kept falling back into like what you were complaining about so that was the hardest thing for me to hear when my sister told me i know i've said it before and someone once told me like that's pretty harsh for your sister to say that and i was like yeah but at the same time i needed to hear that sometimes you have to give your siblings tough love and it comes from a place of love it's truly love because it's like i know you deserve better and you're disappointing me because you're disrespecting yourself it wasn't about the situation it was about the love i had for myself which was non-existent it really was as much as i tried to fight it and say no i love myself how dare you guys tell you that i don't love myself i didn't because when you love yourself you don't accept that type of disrespect yeah and you you i could see you going through it and you would complain about it but you wouldn't do anything about it you would just fall back in and that's the biggest thing that you should keep in the back of your mind like if you're really complaining about you don't like something personal like your body a relationship your work what are you going to do about it like you're going to keep talking and what that's not going to solve anything you have to snap out of it and sometimes you have to do it for yourself no one's going to do it for you and that's the biggest thing that people are like oh like it's a reality check like you have to get over it you don't like something you have to change it so if so if you're work trying to work on a relationship with your sibling it's time to change if your approach is not working like oh it doesn't work when i'm a bitch to my sister like what can i do different and for me i think what's important is like taking similar interests what do you guys like to do together and um i think if you're trying to get close to your sibling it's important to communicate like a lot has happened when we've communicated there's been disagreements that we've had where like it took a long time to get here i we're still i mean i feel like this 
maybe last year like now from last year to now we pretty much for the most part fully understand like our communication styles like how we are when we argue like who needs more space than the other who needs time like okay we argued i'm the type to kind of like either shut down or want to fix it then and there you shut you shut down more than you try to fix it but, it, but that's been changing you've learned to be more communicative for a while you would just shut off and i don't want to talk to you until i'm ready and well, open which is okay but life is short and you have to communicate and for me i've been very good at shut, shutting the fuck up because sometimes when i'm mad i say things i don't mean i've learned to walk away compose myself Think about what I'm going to say and then say it. And I'm a sensitive ass bitch. We're both really sensitive ass little bitches. But like I think before I speak and how would I like it if I were in your shoes? Always put yourself in your sibling's shoes and be kind and communicate. And it's like you have to build a relationship by saying, hey, Roxy, what do you like to do? Like, oh, what do you want to do? And sometimes I don't like doing some of the shit that she wants to do, but I'll still do it. Mm hmm like there's time like what like going out late like i hate doing that shit you know i hate doing that shit but in order to hang out with you i'll do it but then i'll be like oh fuck this isn't me you know yeah you just have to like whatever find a common ground yeah find a common ground like i said we've grown up a lot and we've matured a lot in the last few years and sometimes also the other family dynamics they they'll influence you like when we were going through all the crap with my dad we were kind of far apart from each other even though we we're all going through the same thing because we didn't want no more negative like we, instead of like getting closer it would make us be more apart because we were all so tired of hearing the same shit we we're all trying to escape in our own way yeah so if there's family problems in in your family don't let that get to you even though it's hard because we've been there and it's hard to separate sometimes that from like to not let it influence because you, like you said you want to escape that um stuff but just communication i think communication respect respect it's it's like every relationship um if there's like no communication and no respect in whatever relationship it is family friends work whatever you're not going to have a good relationship like those are foundational if you don't have that there's nothing and if you don't have it there, like i said if you don't have it there's nothing and you have to put some work towards that and understand it fully because you're not going to get anywhere without those two things. And I think it's important to know that your siblings are different. Like, um, there's certain, like Roxy shows her love by doing things for people. That's how she shows me love. Like, oh, I'll do this for you. And you can't expect your sibling to love you in your own love language. But you should. You should learn, like, what your sibling likes. But it's not always that way. Like, sometimes, like, oh, well. I mean, even this week. Like, I wanted to come in during the week. But during the week is crazy for me. Like, I'll be... I'll do some work and then I'll eat dinner and then I'm still on my laptop after working. So I was like, oh, let me go Tuesday. But then for what? I'm going to come here and I'm going to be distracted. And I know you like quality time. So yeah, let me be like. Yeah, that's that's my love language. Like I love spending time together. Like although like my sister can show me love language by helping me do artwork for the podcast or something. Like I need time with her because that's how I show love. So you kind of have to learn your love languages or talk about them. Like talk about like. I think I did talk to my brother and my sister one time when we were having issues and I was like, my, I need to spend time with you guys in order to feel fulfilled. And they started like reciprocating because there was a making more effort. There was a while where I would reach out all the time and they would always be busy. And I was like, fuck them. Like I really was getting mad and I was like, I'm not going to reach out anymore. 
But in, what was I doing? That was hurting my own feelings. Especially because we don't communicate like that. We're not the type to reach out. So you really have to understand like everybody's behavior. Yeah. So now I like I reach out. But then I've also shared that with them. Like you guys need to reach out to me too. And my brother and my sister will shoot me a text here and there. And like we, do, we don't communicate daily full conversations. But we'll send each other like TikToks or memes. Same thing with my brother. He'll send me a picture of my knees. He'll like s- if we don't send each other uh- something on instagram or tiktok you know we're fighting (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think recently i think we got in an argument like maybe earlier in this year it was something stupid too Mm -hmm. and like i missed the tiktok send me tiktoks and i'm like okay i'm like and there was times where i was like scrolling through this i'm gonna send it like fuck that bitch i'm not gonna send this (laughs) literally (laughs) so we do get in fights we're normal like but our relationship has improved so much because we communicated we started respecting each other you stopped being my mom moment that i stopped being a parent to her because i was so protective is when our relationship got better yeah i'm trying to think when i was younger if i had any friends who had like older sisters and maybe like that's what i was like yearning but it wasn't like that. i think everybody that was my friend was pretty much the oldest sibling or only child or only child i think i had a lot of those actually a lot of um friends who were only children so as soon as you stopped being my mom and started being like my friend and my sister like we got to know each other i really didn't know things that you like to do before like when i was younger <laughs> we'd drop you off to parties like me and my mom would go take your friends but what did you used to think like this crazy beyond no honestly i'd be like i just want to go back and play playstation no but we like as soon as we started talking about anything like just start a conversation we started learning more about each other i think it was important for like give and take like when i would share something that i was going through then roxy would share like if it was something like a deep dark secret i'm like hey i'm going through this oh well this is happening in my life and now like when we see each other it's like tell me the cheese man what happened and then we'll just fill each other in and like i felt like shit and this and that and just be like if you give a little your sibling will give back it's just trying to feel safe and like a no judgment zone yeah like even this week both of us were busy like super stressed overwhelmed whatever you told me like oh can't wait to see you or shitty day at work and i was like same tired and then it was just like a five minute check-in and we already like checked in with each other knowing how we were feeling so if i don't hear from you i'm like is everything okay because like i at least have to hear a meme a tiktok or a random like bitching about somebody text message so someone asked how do you support your sibling that has different goals in life i feel like the biggest thing is not being like opinionated just giving feedback because sometimes (laughs) sometimes you like i don't i don't know if you've said it already but people already know the answer to the question that they're asking they just want reassurance oh i didn't say that i said it in the last episode we recorded but I feel like when a sibling asks you for advice or anybody asks for advice, they already know the answer to the question. They're just asking for reassurance. So sometimes you just need to listen. Yeah, that's such a big thing. Like, just listen, understand, um, bring out, like, whatever is your weakness. Maybe that's my strength. So give that to you in whatever way I can. And just let, like, you as an older sister, let me go through the motions. Let me figure it out on my own because I know... You might have gone through that already, but I'm not going to learn anything from the situation if I personally don't go through it. So, And I think like there's been times where you've asked me for advice and I've told you like, you don't have to do what this is what I would do. I know you're a different person, but this is in my experience, like this has happened like with friendships. I've given you advice. I've also told you that your friends change and that's hard to like 
adjust to because i've been through that i've been through many friendships i've talked about it on the podcast and it's like as you grow older you start realizing what you like you weed out the friends that are not good for you that that don't bring positive to your life and just be a listener sometimes your sibling just wants you to listen i know something good to practice is like the art of open-ended questions because sometimes like you don't they might ask you a question you don't have to give them an answer keep asking them questions that you feel like are going to get them to what they want to hear like let them answer it on their own (laughs) what's the best advice that i have given you as older sister i think the best advice that you've given me is a reminder to be open like it doesn't matter that you're my sister like whatever it is that i'm going through just be open and talk about it like you're always going to be there open ears like no judgment i'll judge your outfits but i won't judge your life experiences <laughs> did we talk about how we showed up in the same outfit no bitch stole my look i yesterday i got out of the car and i was wearing a black dress with sneakers and then she gets out of the car and i'm grabbing something from the car she's like oh hell no <laughs> we always do that remember the airport one? Oh, the airport one was the worst we went to vegas and we both left the hotel at different times and we met at the airport same jacket same shoes literally same exact shoes same exact jacket biker shorts and then a sports bra and they were all black and we look like twins and we always get that um that's one thing that i love about being an older sister that still looks kind of young is that when i go out with my sister and her friends they're like how old are you and i'm like 32 and they're like no way and i just like live for it it's also like your energy like you're youthful <sighs> thank you that makes me feel so oh good. lord so never mind takes it back <laughs> <laughs> so in conclusion how to get closer to your sibling and work on your relationship is just communicate make time for each other oh yeah that was one i forgot to talk about making time for each other is like really essential to like i think that Sure, you can hang out with your siblings with family and parties and stuff. But go out of your way to take your sister or your brother out or just get together with your siblings, even though you have kids or stuff. Tell your husband, tell your wife, like, hey, watch the kids. I'm going to go out with my sister and my brother. Because when my brother and my sister and I get together, it's a total different dynamic. Like, we're ruthless. (laughs) Savages connected, united. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, we get, like, it feels like before anybody had boyfriend, girlfriend, and it just, it's so cool. It's cool to get back and just be siblings. And the biggest thing is also inviting your sibling into your life, because I know, like, I watched you struggle with, like, your friendships early on, so when I, like, started forming more of, like, a solid group, I'd invite you out with them, too, or even, like, with my boyfriend's family, I bring you around, like, make sure relationships blend because that's gonna say a lot like imagine even for like your future if my if you guys didn't blend with race family that would be a completely different dynamic you know yeah. you have to test things out and to like get to know your 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 siblings interests and the type of friends they have communicate with your siblings respect your siblings make time for them and it's important because in the end that's your blood and sometimes some people aren't that lucky where they don't have close relationships or siblings but i can't imagine that because like we i think our trauma has bonded us of course but we always like try to be there for each other and sometimes i see other siblings and they're not there for each other and i'm like hmm? if i call my brother or my sister no matter how they'll try to help me somehow even if they can't physically come to me they'll figure out a way and if something's not happening like we don't talk to a lot of our family members so enjoy the ones that are around like i know you always make an effort of like bringing the family together so be that person within your family 
bring your siblings together even if it's not common like start it why are you just gonna say like oh my my siblings and i don't hang out okay change that (laughs) it's just about effort effort will get you closer to your siblings it's a two-way street relationship you both the relationships yeah you you both have to put in if both of you put in then it will be a good relationship if nobody's gonna try porque oh she doesn't try so why should i try Mm -hmm. Like you said, some of my strengths are your weaknesses. Some of your strengths are my weaknesses. So I think that you have to understand that not everyone's the same. A lot of you guys have asked me how I got my artwork and where I did my marketing. And my sister is the one that did it for me. So if you need... Shameless plug. <laughs> um, If you need marketing questions, anything you need, she is there for you. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram. It'll be double underscore Foxy with two eyes, Roxy with two eyes. Just put it in the show notes because that's complicated. Notes. I'll put it in the show notes. That shit's confusing and I'll tag her in the post for the episode. <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed all the um, how to get closer to your sibling advice. I know we were all over the place, but that's just how our relationship is. Like we just talk about 300 things in one minute. At once. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at Unbreakable Latina and TikTok on Twitter at Latina Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.